whatever you need to do, whatever that looks like, you know, also meditate every morning. I also do heart mass every morning. We actually do that as a team here. And so what are you putting in place in your business to really guide this process every step of the way? Welcome to the 7 Figure Freedom Podcast, where ambitious CEOs turn to transition from being the doer of the business to being the leader of the empire. I am Madeline Weick-Silva. I'll share my real-life struggles and breakthroughs as I've scaled my businesses and grown a team that run the day-to-day without me, so that now I run my seven-figure business on three-day work weeks. Join our community of visionary entrepreneurs and transformational leaders as we create lasting impact, financial freedom, and an awesome, rewarding life with a powerhouse team by your side. Hey there, visionaries. So today, I really want to shed some light into what it actually takes to grow your business to one million. Um, Because there seems to be a lot of misconceptions out there of what it takes. And if you start looking at the actual stats around all of this, like only 9% of small business owners in the U.S. ever make a million dollars. 40% of them are not even profitable. 86% of small business owners don't make more than $100,000 a year. And 19% of small business owners works more than 60 hours a week. And 82% of small business owners fail because of cash flow. And 50% of small businesses don't even make it past the five-year mark. So there's a lot of things that people are literally stumbling across, right? And is breaking them and is making it impossible for them to reach the goals. And I would say getting to that first million is one of the hardest thing you do, but there are some very strategic things that you can do along the way that I want to show you and walk you through today so that you can really make it faster, smoother, and hopefully really understand where you are in the process so you know where to focus your energy and you're not wasting time spinning your wheels or you know, chasing shiny objects. Okay, so who am I and why am I qualified to even talk about this subject, right? So here in my company, me and my team, we help multi-six-figure businesses really break through into the one million. We do that over and over again. We have a done-for-you service where we really help small business owners breaking through and helping them build the foundation to get there. We also work with multi-seven-figures, people who have kind of broken through their first one million, maybe 1.6, 2 million mark around there, and we help them scale even further. But I would say this, It's way harder to get into the first million. It's much easier to grow from there for various reasons. One is that you have so much more people on your team to help you make it happen. And number two, you've proven yourself in the marketplace and breaking through to what it's actually going to take to scale. And so now it's just about turning up the dials. But to get there, you have to first break through your first million. I've also built and sold five businesses, starting from scratch, a string budgets, and wrote them up to seven figures and sold several of those businesses as well. And, you know, we are quickly growing this company and I've already blown past the seven figures and it will continue to scale up as we are taking on more and more clients. So this is a little bit about me. I've been in small business for 30 plus years. I work primarily in the brick and mortar when I first started out. And now I'm primarily working with visionary leaders in the online space who really had the goods to make a difference in the world. I work with a tons of people in the spiritual transformational leadership space. And I love connecting with them because their vision really inspires me. 
And we have a whole installation team that helps out installing the strategy that me and the CEOs develop. So I wanted to walk you through a little bit what it actually going to take and really maybe talk about how hard really is it to grow your business to 1 million and why do people fail getting there? Well, I would say this, you know, what does it really require to get there? It is super hard to get to your first million. Like I said, it's probably the hardest thing you're going to do because there's a lot of concepts that you have to prove along the way to make sure that your business is a viable business and it's going to, you know, survive the test of time. And also figuring out how you're going to position yourself in the marketplace. And that all happens in that zero to one million mark. Once you break through to the 1 million, you now have a proven product, you have a proven process, and now it's just about turning the dials up and making it happen, right? It's much easier. It also requires a steadfast focus of where you are going, right? You can't constantly be changing like so many people, not staying the course, really chasing the shiny objects. You know, frankly, I think that that mostly happened because so many CEOs and visionaries a little bit lost about what they're supposed to be doing at certain parts in their business and at certain levels of the business that they start chasing different things, hoping that they're going to find the thing that's going to like be the magic thing that's going to propel them forward, right? So we get into that or not wanting to work very hard. So there's certain areas in your business and I think it's especially between zero to one million, you actually need to work hard as a CEO. So there's a lot of talk about, you know, working less hours of having this lifestyle business. And if you put your lifestyle ahead of getting to that first 1 million, it would definitely slow things down and you may never get there. Now I'm saying this, but I'm also, you know, I work my business three-day work weeks. I spend three and a half months in Europe this summer with my family. You know, I take a lot of time off and I have a really good balance now, but you can do that once you get into the 1 million and you have a team behind you who is running the show and you have so lead way. But in the beginning, you need to put in the time and dedicate to actually making it happen. And there is some testing that needs to happen along the way, right? Thinking it's more complicated than it really is is something that really trips a lot of business owners up, where they're really adding so much more complexity to their business and their business systems, you know, really adding the bells and whistles into something that they don't really necessarily need at that time to really drive the business growth. And you're much better off simplifying than creating this complexity. And I would say this, if you don't simplify before you multiply, you're going to end up multiplying chaos, right? The other thing is focusing on the wrong thing at the wrong time, right? Now, this happens a lot because, again, people don't really know where to focus their attention depending on where they are in business. I'm going to talk about that and really walk you through what you need to do in each stage in your business and where to focus your energy. But because of that, they don't really know. They just go all over the place and oftentimes spin the wheels in the wrong direction. And, you know, that's not necessarily mean that the thing that I'm focusing is a bad thing. It's probably the right thing in a different stage in business. But really knowing where to put your attention and your resources so that you can move faster through the different stages that you're growing up to 1 million is really important. And thinking that you are so unique and different right? Really avoiding doing the hard work, thinking that, you know, you're going to somehow magically be able to visualize your big vision into reality. Now, I would say this, I'm totally woo. I do tons of energy healing. 
I work with somebody who helped me clear blocks. You know, I do all kinds of really woo stuff and I love it. I rely on it. I meditate daily. I do heart math. I do all these super, you know, amazing spiritual things that really keeps my channel clear and helps me calibrate to that next level of growth. Super important for me. Now, on the other hand, I also work on the things that needs to be put in place to make stuff happen in my business. So I don't think you should do one or only one and ignore the other. I think they go hand in hand and you need to do both and really propel the business forward. The other thing is you don't know what you don't know, right? A lot of time along this process, you just don't know what you don't know. And so you need to hire a support and really get the right mentors in place so that you can drive the growth so much quicker and with so much more ease. Because there's no reason that you should start recreating the wheel and starting from scratch when there's other people who have gone through this whole process before you and can show you how to get there. So I want to walk you through the five stages a business moves through from zero to one million and really talk about what happens in each stage and what is kind of like the dollar amount or the revenue stream that we see in those different kinds of businesses so that you really can see the differentiation, right? So what I say is that the very first thing is the dream up stage. The dream up stage is exactly what it sounds like, right? It's where you are dreaming up your business. You're thinking about it, you know, you're dreaming about it. I say that's between zero to about $50,000 or so. You're mostly not making any money. You just getting started, you know, you have a vision, you're excited about creating something, you're not entirely sure exactly what it's going to look like, but you're starting to dip your toes into it and considering really going all in, right? And the number one thing that you want to focus on in Dream Up is really who are you going to work with? Who's your audience? Who's your ideal clients? What are you going to offer them? What is the problem that you're really solving for them? And why does this matter to them? It's all about the person that you're actually looking to serve, not about you. This is probably one of the biggest mistakes that people do in the dream up stage to make it all about them rather than really getting into the shoes and walking the walk of the people that are looking to serve and really understanding what makes them tick, what are they looking for, what are the problems they want to solve, and why does that matter to them? If you can figure that out and you can put that into your marketing messages, and you can start communicating with them and really hitting those pain points that they are aware of, that they want solved, you start creating some momentum in the dream up stage and you start really getting in touch and connecting with your ideal audience. That is the number one thing that you need to do at dream up. The biggest mistake people do in dream up is they never really get started. They dibble and dabble. They never really commit. They never say, I'm all in. I'm going to make this happen no matter what it's going to take which is truly what it takes to grow a business from zero to one million. It's unwavering commitment to I'm going to do whatever it takes to get there. And most small business owners, when I first started out and they're hanging out in the dream up stage, hardly ever make that full commitment. And so they just dibble and dabble and they move around a little bit and they never quite go full in. And so that's the number one thing that you need to do in the dream up stage. Once you're in the dream up stage, you figured out a little bit about who, what, and why of your messaging and how you position yourself in a marketplace, you can start doing the startup. In the startup, you are putting in 10 times effort and getting one time return. Startup is all about trial and error. 
Okay, this is about throwing spaghetti on the wall and seeing what's going to stick. You're going to test a lot of different things. So this is really what's required because you need to figure out what is actually going to work. And you don't really know yet. You haven't really figured that out yet. So part of it is it's trying a lot of things. Now, I say try a lot of things, but I also say hire a mentor. This is a really good point where you want to get into a group coaching program where somebody can really lay out the business fundamentals for you, the business basics of what it needs to launch a business into the world, right? And really understand the fundamental building blocks because there are some clear principles that you want to follow in this stage that will really help you to scale up your business and get it to the next level and the next level and the next level. The startup stage is around, you know, 50,000 to about 250K. That is the startup stage. So unless you make it over a quarter million dollars, you're still in the startup stage. And the startup stage is, it's just working, working, working. It takes a lot of energy to launch that rocket into the air and really start breaking some ceilings, right? Getting in, breaking some records, getting in there. And what you really want to focus on here is education. You really need to figure out how to educate your audience about what it is that you do and who you are and position yourself in the marketplace. You want to look at what channels of communication you're going to utilize, how to build community that you can influence and kind of really build that know, like, and trust factor. Because we all know it takes seven to 14 touches of a skeptical lead to turn into a committed, ready-to-buy lead, right? When you're first communicating out into the world, only 1% of the people that you connect with that hear your message are ready to buy now. So if you don't have a way of nurturing the other 99%, you are literally wasting your energy and time, right? And 99% of that is being wasted because you don't have a way of capturing those leads, nurturing them up and building them into, you know, moving them from skeptical to curious to committed slowly in a process. So this is really where you need to focus in the startup stage is really building out what I call the empowered client journey taking clients from skeptical to curious to committed. And what does that journey looks like? How do you map that out for your ideal audience and really guide them through this process? And building community is really powerful because that really positions you as a leader and an influencer over a larger community. Email and direct messaging and communicating with people one-on-one is really important because again, that creates that intimacy that you want. Podcasting is really great for that as well. You build that intimacy, one-on-one communication. And also tapping into other influencers and borrowing their uh, reputation and know, like, and trust that they have with their audiences. I built many businesses by utilizing other influencers to promote me to their audience. Now that takes a little bit of lip work, obviously, and building those relationships, but it's a really powerful way. Now, one thing you want to remember in the startup stage, there's really just three different ways of growing your business. There's referral, right? Referral partnerships and having other people promote you to their audience where you instantly get to borrow their reputation, which can really catapult you quite quickly. The other way is to do this organic marketing, which is social media, email, community building, you know, podcasting. This slow and steady, putting content out there, connecting with the audience, nurturing them to really get to know, like, and trust you over time and being ready to buy. So that more and more of the 99% that you're getting in touch with starts moving into the 1% that is ready to buy now, 
Okay. Now, the other way is, of course, paid advertising. Now, paid advertising can work really well for certain audiences and for certain markets. And again, you're going to have to test it out. Can be very costly to test and can take quite some tweaking to get it just right. But it's still worth testing out and playing around with. But like I said, the startup stage is all about trial and error and really figuring out how are you going to connect with your audience and how do you really move them from skeptical to curious to committed? What is that empowered client journey really looks like? That's where you need to focus up in the startup stage. What is the thing that is the biggest mistake or biggest hurdle that people have to move through in the startup stage? That is burnout. Because like I said, it takes 10 times effort to get one time return in the startup stage. That means that you as the CEO, as the owner of that business, you have to put in tons of hours. Right. You have to really be dedicated to doing whatever it takes, working hard, putting in lots of energy and time to scale that business up. And what you are doing is really showing up, working hard, making stuff happen. And eventually, right, it's really easy at this stage, right, when you're putting this much effort and energy into your business that you're going to end up feeling depleted, burned out, tapped out, overwhelmed. So it's incredibly important to have lots of self-care for yourself to really support you. So for example, like I said, you know, I do a two-hour energy healing every Friday. I do a flotation tank for at least an hour every single week. I work with a woman who does energy clearings every single week. I have another woman who just helps me. She does Shakti coaching and really helps me with feminine empowerment. And we just really work a lot on the spiritual side of who I am and how I'm presenting myself and how I'm moving forward. And so I have a lot of people in my pocket helping me to keep my channel clear so that I can calibrate to the next level of growth, right? And so whatever you need to do, whatever that looks like, you know, also meditate every morning. I also do heart mass every morning. We actually do that as a team here. And so what are you putting in place in your business to really guide this process every step of the way? So right now you can get my super simple team assessment process that helps me evaluate my current team, identify if I need to hire somebody else, what kind of training my team members need, who is worth investing in and who needs to be more challenged to grow with a company and really turning those less than motivated team members into productive, valuating, value adding team players. It's an on-demand five-part video series that will walk you through the whole process. It's totally free. And you can find it at hello7figurefreedom.com team-assessment-video-series. We'll make sure to add the link in the show notes and let me know. And then the scale-up stage is when you're moving from 250 to about, I would say, 500k or so. And this is really where it's ready to scale the business. You figured out the messaging, you figured out the channels of how to bring people in. So most of your marketing is pretty dialed in. You have an idea of what the marketing is going to look like, right? You know, and now you're really looking at the scale up. And the scale up is really about simplifying. What is the workflow? What is the automation? What is the technology that you need to put in place? Most people try to scale on the business model that they started off their business in. 
And once you get into 250K to 500K, things are going to speed up. You're going to have a lot more clients. There's going to be a lot more pieces. And so if you don't have processes and systems and workflows in place, things are going to start really falling apart and it's going to crumble. And it's going to be really hard to keep the momentum going. And so you work so hard in the startup stage to build that momentum, right? Like they say, 80% of the energy goes to just getting the rocket in the air. So you definitely do not want to deflate it in the scale-up stage. The really cool thing about the scale-up stage now, because of the momentum you built in the startup stage, you're flipping the ratio of return. So it's one-time effort, 10 times the return. This is really what the momentum starts taking place. There's something magical that starts happening. This is when, you know, people find you out of nowhere and come in and want to work with you or, you know, these weird channels or you get big opportunities that haven't been presented to you before. Things really start amplifying up and you're getting into bigger rooms and bigger circles and tapping into more bigger influencers. And there is some momentum that's now building around you, your brand and your offerings. When this starts happening, it's really exciting, obviously, right? You work really hard to get here. But the biggest thing that I see people that really trips people up here is that do not have the workflows and the processes and assistance in place to actually support the growth that happens. And so they will get a little freaked out. You know, I've had this happen sometimes with my clients where all of a sudden they had a video that goes viral and they have like, you know, 200 applications to work with them overnight. And they're like, holy moly, I can't hold this. I don't know what to do with this. So one of the litmus tests to really look at, can you handle this stage right now, is to look at when you're in the startup stage, what would happen if you 10x your business right now? What would happen then? You know, how would your business propel? What would break first? Those are the things that you need to start fixing in your business in the startup stage so that you can start really getting in when you get to the scale-up stage. Things are a little bit easier, but you really want to start working on systems workflows and looking at what is it going to take to get you to a million dollars, not just to the 250K mark, right? So depending on where you're looking, most people in the startup stage build a system for where they are right then, not where they're going, right? So in the scale-up stage, we fix all of that. You have to fix that in order to move through from 250 to 500 to really simplify and automate your business as much as possible so that you can scale, you can take on way more clients and quickly move up. The biggest breakdown, like I said, is people getting freaked out because they have an influx of business that I feel like they can't handle because they don't have the systems in place. And so the whole, it feels like a house of cars that just crumbles. And when that happens, most people will fall back down into the dream up stage where they have to kind of reconfigure their business model and then go through the whole startup stage again and rev up all of that energy and put in all of that time that they did in the beginning. This is number one reasons why entrepreneurs burns out. They go from dream up, startup, scale up, break, go back to dream up, startup, scale up, break. So anytime they kind of start feeling that wind under their wings, that things are really starting to take off, things fall apart. And maybe you are an entrepreneur that are listening to this and this is something that you've been going through over and over again and you're really feeling this energy where there's moments of opening and then it just shuts down. And even though you have growth spurts, it falls back down to like this, what I call comfortable level, the capacity blocks in business. If this is where you're ending up, 
And this is a sure telltale that things need to shift and you really need to look at your systems, automations, and technology to simplify the processes. That's number one. Number two is lead up. That's the next stage. That's stage number four. Lead up is all about liberating you as the CEO. This is about getting the right support as far as mentoring and really having somebody that can look over your shoulders. Now, at these levels in the scale up and the lead up, I do not recommend a group coaching program or mastermind. I recommend that you get one-on-one support. The reason is that there are a lot of things that you are doing really well in these stages. You are already figured some things out in the dream up and the startup stage. So now it's more about tweaking. It's about looking at what do we need to optimize in the business? What is working really well? What needs tweaking? And what do we need to eliminate to really, you know, cut the fat and really get lean and mean and be able to get to where we are going the quicker and the easiest way. So that requires somebody to be very strategic, looking at your business, being able to assess it and seeing where all the pieces are, right? So if you're interested in seeing how close are you to actually scaling, I highly recommend that you take the assessment, the audit, the seven-figure audit scalability assessment that we have. And you can find that on our website, the Seven Figure Freedom Club. And if you just scroll down to the bottom, the assessment is on the very bottom there. Click on it and take the assessments. It will tell you how close your business are to scaling into the seven figures. And it will tell you too exactly where to focus your attention as you are scaling up. So in the scale up and lead up, it's incredibly important that you focus on the right things at the right time. And in the lead up, you're looking for team You also need to bring in a tremendous amount of team at this point. You know, now you spread too thin. This is where you're really going from 500K to about 750K, right? And so you're in this bigger business now. Things are getting more complex. You're working with a lot more clients and you need to now build out the processes and the systems. Yes, you did that in the scale up, but now it's really looking at who do I need on my team to take it all the way to a million dollars, to make it to that next level. You know, who is the team members I have currently on my team? Are they in the right roles? You know, what is going on? Who do I need to hire next? What's the budget I can afford to hire more people, right? It's very common that people in the scale up and the lead up, because things have grown so quickly, that they literally start looking around and going, holy moly, my overhead has grown in direct proportion to the growth of my business revenue. And so even though I've grown from zero to 500 or zero to 750, I don't take a whole lot more money home. I'm still really not paying myself that much. And as a result, right, there's a sense of still scarcity and stress over finances. And I call this the financial catch-22, where we don't quite have enough money to invest in the things that you know you need to invest in in order to grow your business to the next level. And so you're still kind of working hard, not making quite enough money. And because you've scaled rapidly and you haven't put the systems automation technology in place. And so now because of that, it's really hard to hire team members that actually know what they're doing in your business because you don't have the systems in place that will drive the support, the team. So I've done tons of podcast episodes in here where you can find where I talk tons about how to build a really successful team. So I really highly recommend that if you are in this place where you have team members, but they're not really doing what you want them to do and you're not really sure what's happening, you don't feel like you can afford to hire more team, but you know you need to in order to grow, 
I highly recommend that you poke around here on, you know, and look for those episodes. I've done tons about it. And I think you can learn a lot about what it actually take in the lead up stage to get to that next level. But we're looking at support for you as a CEO, really getting that strategic support, somebody looking in over your shoulder and really assessing your business and helping you uh, plug the profit leaks that are happening in your business. Looking at team, you know, who are you currently have on your current team? Who do you need to hire? What is the budget that you can afford to hire on? And really looking at what can you outsource? You know, what can you outsource out of your business? What do you as a team need to focus on? And what can you give to somebody else to do? Really looking at delegation and scaling up. Because at this point, as the visionary CEO, there's really only two jobs that you should be doing. Creating the vision of where you're taking your company next and keeping your team accountable to that vision. Everything else you can literally delegate off your plate. Okay, so that's the lead up stage. And the next stage is the rock on stage. This is really from 750 to about a million. Now you're really stepping in more into mentoring. You're creating a legacy. You're developing more freedom for yourself. And you're really stepping into mastery, right? Becoming a master of what it really takes to lead this business. And because you can see, right, from dream up, you know nothing, right? You're clueless, completely clueless. You have no idea what it's going to take to grow the business. In a startup stage, you're starting to realize, holy moly, it's going to take a lot more than I thought. And this is freaking brutal. It's hard. I'm working a lot. In the scale-up stage, you're like, okay, I figured a few things out. I'm moving along. Things are going really good, but it's really fast. I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep up. This is a lot. And then in the lead-up stage, you know, you feel like, holy moly, I'm finally getting some support. I'm having some help. We tweaked a few things. We have a lot of things going for us. The business is pretty stable. We're doing pretty good. And now it's about, you know, getting the right people in the right seats and getting the pieces in place so that we can really take it all the way. And then, so in the rock up stage, you have figured a lot of these pieces out. Now, I would say this, like, you know, that the level of growth that you as the CEO has to be willing to go through in order to grow your business from the dream up stage, not knowing anything, to go into the rock on stage where you really become the master of what it takes to drive the growth in your business and being the CEO. And when I say drive, I actually believe that your team should be the driver of the growth in your business and you as a CEO, in some ways are the driver because you are the driver of the vision and keeping your team accountable to that vision, right? Those are the only two things you as a CEO should be responsible for. So there's this growth spurts, personal growth spurts that we as CEOs have to go through. And so that's one of the hardest thing about growing from zero to one million is actually the personal journey that we as visionary CEOs have to move through and have to break through our own stories, our own mindset pieces, our own things that gets in our way to making it happen. And so there's a couple of things that you can do along the way that will help that. One, you have to commit. You have to say, I'm going to do whatever it takes. You have to realize, yes, it's going to be hard, but it's going to be worth it, right? And also, I'm going to do what I need to do for me. You know, it's a little bit about putting the oxygen on yourself so you can help other people. This is definitely the same as an entrepreneur and a CEO. What you need to do is really figuring out what do you need? What kind of support do you need as the CEO to make this easier on you? What is the energetics, the healing support, and also the mentorship that you need to make this happen? You need to be able to ask for support and have that 
by your hand or this will never happen. Okay. And then, you know, once you have all of these pieces in place and you really start driving this and becoming incredibly focused on what you need to do in each stage of business, things will really start moving so much faster and it's going to become a lot easier because you're going to be focused on the right thing at the right time in your business and know what's the next thing is and what the next thing is and what the next thing is. And it's going to move much quicker and much easier. So in the next couple of episodes, I'm going to make the whole series of this because I think this is such an important piece and so essential for you as a CEO to really understand what it takes to go from zero to 1 million, if that is your goal, and also really knowing how to do it in a way that doesn't makes you spin your wheels, stay in stock in certain areas, plateau out your growth, feeling overwhelmed and getting tapped out because you're not quite sure what to do in each stage. So I'm going to break each one of the five stages down in minute detail and going to do one episode in each one so you can really understand one what you need to focus on, what the breakdown are to watch out for, how to remedy those breakdowns. So you really know how to stay the course and not lose sight of where you're heading. And also what kind of support do you need to bring in any stage to really make it through and make it so much easier on yourself. So we're going to be breaking this down and really going deep in these stages. And I'm hoping that you're going to enjoy it and learn a lot from it. I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram, Madeline White Silva, or you can find me on Facebook, Madeline White Silva. And I would love to hear from you. If you are getting value out of the podcast, please message me, direct message me. I would love to hear what insights you are getting and what ahas are happening for you as you are listening in and learning. I'll look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks for tuning in to the 7 Figure Freedom Podcast. I hope this episode sparked a shift in perspective to help you amplify your impact, income, and freedom. Schedule a call with me today. You'll find the scheduling link in the show notes to take the first step towards gaining clarity on how to bring your vision to life with more ease. I'm looking forward to reconnecting with you next week for more insights, inspiration, and innovation. Check the show notes for additional resources. Thank you.